Oh no, like we're passing toilet paper under the stalls, making sure everybody's re- uh, good to go. Oh, you're looking at, oh, your makeup. Oh my God, it looks so good. Oh my God, your dress. I love it. Where did you get it? Like you are becoming best friends with these people in the bathroom. Like there should be something where like, we, we try to solve all of the world's problems just in women's bathrooms. Like, all right, ladies, get in there. Solve world hunger. Don't come out until you're done. Ten minutes later, all right, we got a plan. Oh, great. Like, you make it sound like this utopia. It's, it is. It's a perfect universe. No, it is. And, like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but um, in my experience, the majority of the time, like, it is, like, best friend land. World unity. Like, you are making best friends in that bathroom. World peace achieved. World peace achieved. In women's washrooms. Absolutely. Around the globe. Who knew? <laughs> That's all we we need to harness the power of women's washrooms. Yes. Let's just put a question on the wall of every women's washroom. They walk in, <laughs> solve the question, come on out. <laughs> Welcome to the Romcom Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You're joining us here. You enjoy romantic comedies we do as well so this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms break them down a bit for you maybe take a peek behind the curtain dig beneath the surface and decide does it still hold up this week we have holidays and if you're listening to us on spotify make sure you follow there's also a bell icon so you can get notified for new episodes uh apple Podcasts, subscribe leave reviews wherever you like and you can contact us on instagram at romcom rewind or on tiktok at romcom rewind we have a message from Karen, and she said, Yay, I love listening to your podcast. I look forward to it every Tuesday. It's one of the highlights of my week. Oh, thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Feel free to reach out with, you know, anything you want to talk about. Holidays, however, is a 2020 romantic comedy directed by John Whistle. What, Whitesell? It's from a screenplay by Tiffany Halson. Holiday is the story of Sloan Benson, played by our girl Emma Roberts. It's set during the holidays, and Sloane is uh, a little bit of a train wreck, let's say, mostly due to her family's unyielding need to badger her about her relationship status, or rather, lack thereof. Enter Jackson, played by Luke Bracey. He, um, we're going to talk about it, but he has a horrible experience off the top with a girl he is seeing over the holidays, and he decides what I really need during the holidays is platonic consensual companionship no love no sex no dating just just dating for the sake of having someone to do stuff with on holidays hence <clears throat> holidating which we learn might actually be what sloan's character requires to get her family off her back what are your thoughts on holidays we are right on target for q3 and i'm sorry can i uh, call you back mom i'm working That's what you wear to work. I want you to meet someone. This is a doctor. And he's single. She's much prettier with makeup. I'm wearing makeup. I am done casually dating on the holidays. There's way too much pressure. It's ridiculous. Try being the only single person left in your family. Rodney said you didn't call him. You didn't call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Because I already have a boyfriend. Isn't he great? He's my holiday. What? I date solely for the holiday. No commitment. That's what I need for New Year's Eve. We can be each other's holidays. Come on, friends with benefits never work. So let's make it official. Non-sexual holidays from now on. This movie 
exceeded my expectations. Mm. I loved it. It's hilarious, dirty, fun. I loved the comedy, the actors, the writing. Everything was great. The premise for the movie is refreshing for a holiday movie, and it's a great mix of raunchy comedy and a romantic love story. It's a great balance. It is. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned raunchy. I do want to, like, I read a few reviews, and a few people were like, oh, my God, I watched this with my kids, and it's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> if it's not rated R, I don't know yeah. if it is rated R, but it definitely should be rated R. Or yeah, like, close to it, it. It teeters definitely on that. Maybe they should have watched the trailer first before yeah. exposing them to this movie. Yeah, but I agree. Sneaky good movie. Sneaky I didn't good. expect to like it as much as I did. It also got a little bit of flack on Rotten Tomatoes, which is... It did. Back to the whole, like, don't, don't believe everything you no, read No, definitely on not. This is really a good movie. Very pleasantly surprised. It's a believable love story, especially because, like... Everyone either is or has like a Sloan in their life, like an awesome person, fun to be around, inexplicably perpetually single, which I can only assume causes some stress around the holidays with family, you know, Valentine's Day. Sure. The, The arc they build with these two, it just feels right. Like they have so much fun together. You can see the foundation of true love that's beginning to be built in this story, but it's all very like, oh yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like it's a very 2020 in your 30s romantic comp. Do we like this movie more? And we we talked about this last week last week where we were chatting about how the high, the rom-coms that Netflix is coming out with or the rom-coms in general that are being uh, that are coming out are a lot of like teen dramas. Yeah. Do we like this movie because it is based in the 30s and you know the writing is fantastic, the 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 jokes are a little bit more mature and more raunchy and um can we relate more to it, I think? 100%. Like this, it. there were times, maybe it's just because there's a pooping in a dress scene. No spoilers. Oh but God. it reminded me like, at times what? of Bridesmaids. <laughs> yes. So, but but yeah, absolutely. And I think you, you hit on something important too, that like for a holiday rom-com, especially one by Netflix, I just hope Vanessa Hudgens doesn't pop out with oh like three God. twins and you're like, oh my God, three it's another twins. one of these movies, you know? Like... Yeah, three twins is not triplets. triplets. <laughs> <laughs> three twins would be six people. But but you know what I mean? We're like, oh, the Christmas Prince. Like the, those movies have their place. Absolutely, sure. I love them. But yes, I, I despise them. Yeah. I know so you do. this walking in, I'm like, oh man, I hope it's not one of those. And it's not. No. It's actually it, it's a proper rom com, which is. is good. Just it based is. in. I mean, it only starts out. It, like Christmas time, holiday time, and then it goes on to other holidays and rounds so. out. At, yeah, you know, exactly at, at the same time. Yeah. Um. So I appreciated at the very beginning of the movie when so she walks in, she she takes a drag, a last drag of her cigarette. Sloane's character. Yeah. Sloane's character. Yes. And she's like, oh, screw the holidays. I mean, she says something else, but I'm not going to say it on here. <laughs> um. And she goes in, and of course, like the first thing that her parent, uh, that her mom does, is like she's on her about like, oh, you're here by yourself once again, and also harps on her for her remote work, how she works from home, <laughs> and that she like her attire isn't professional enough. I've been working from home during this pandemic. And I will admit that my work clothes that I normally would wear in the office have been sitting in my closet for 18 months. Isn't this a wild episode considering they, they shot it before the pandemic began. It came out during the pandemic. So like, She's getting harped on for working from home, and we're all like, oh my, shut the F up. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah. This is life, okay? Yes, this, this is, is occurring. Like current life. There are weeks to, like, where you don't change your top, Sarah. It's okay, well, pretty it's not that bad. Fright- no, I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I have like two tops a week, you know, like. <laughs> 
that's not really like <laughs> <laughs> okay it's not that bad but but it is true like I I I haven't touched a lot of the clothes and we did just start going back to work a little bit um so I've I, it, I don't even have to go shopping because I just like I'm shopping in my own closet I'm like oh, look at all the clothes I get to choose from it's very exciting I feel like we should pull that uh like Marie Kondo if it doesn't give you joy like have you worn this in oh, the last two years we should do those no, right now you can't use that mm. and I've chatted with girlfriends about this you can't do it right now because things have been sitting in your closet for so long because you haven't had to wear them because you haven't been in the office. That's exactly go, my point. No, no, no. That's exactly my point. This is a great time to do it. No, if I go back to the office, I will wear those clothes. You miss something though. Sloane okay. eats a Tic Tac right off the top to cover yes. up that she's been smoking. Right, right, right. Because that's something else that her everyone um, harps on her, harps on her for. Um, ways you cover up smoking or, or just bad breath. Um, well, okay, I don't... Or bad sense. I was going to say, I don't... Yeah, bad sense. Uh, I knew this. There was this person at uh, at one of my workplaces, actually, who used to used to douse himself with cologne. Ugh. It wasn't like Axe body spray, no, was it? No, it wasn't Axe oh, body spray. God. No, no, no. But it was cologne. And so you always knew when he walked by or <laughs> when he was on his way over because you could just... You could smell it coming. And I think he thought that it covered up the smell of his cigarettes, which it mostly did, but... The aftermath of like just having cologne in his wake is just, was just even worse than that. Well, then, yeah, then you kind of smell like a, a dingy strip club because you smell like cigarettes and 100%. like cologne and perfume. 100%. <laughs> like, it's just a mix of both smells. Dirty. They're yeah. dirty. Yeah. I, I had a, a friend who, um, when we went golfing, he would bring two golf shirts with him because oh, he didn't want his significant other to know that um, he was like smoking cigars while go- golfing. Like, if there's ever a time where you're okay to do that as a guy, it's the golf course. It's free reign. You can have a cigar, man. I feel like I've also heard of people, like, bringing extra clothes and changing into them after. So so we have Sloan and her family, and they're getting after her about, you know, not dating. We also meet her aunt. Yes. Who holidates. This this is where the idea of holidating came in. Yes. She explains what a holiday is. She brought uh, a mall Santa who she met. She brings the mall Santa to (laughs) Christmas dinner, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then she talks about, yeah, holiday. Like, I just want somebody for a holiday so that y'all get off my back a little bit. So that is the inception of holiday. What do you think of the concept of a holiday? You know what? We can talk more about it later. Okay. I don't dislike it, mm-hmm. but it needs a little bit of tweaking. They, they haven't perfected it yet. Okay. Okay. I'm but interested. Now, let, let's swing over to Jackson. Mm-hmm. That is our, our male lead, and he is with his girlfriend at the time, and they're at um, her family's Christmas gathering. <laughs> yes. And it's going horribly. I think he was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be casual. It's going to be... No, these parents... One, they're in love with their daughter. They have like a shrine made out of her bedroom. Oh, and her first time on Santa's lap. She peed right through to Santa's leg. (laughs) Uh, First ballet recital and... uh... Oh, this is the day she got her first period. Okay, do you remember when I met your mom and we were we stayed there for the weekend and she was not okay with us sleeping in the same room? Uh, okay, Sarah, calm down. It wasn't that she wasn't okay. No, she. We had a conversation about it. Like I and her had a conversation. Yeah, and about the it. like what came of it was that we were not sleeping in the same room. But we did though. Not the first time I was there. Hundred percent. I I remember it because I slept in that really creepy room by myself. It's an old farmhouse. All of them are creepy rooms, so you yeah. got to be specific. No, um, 
after that and the next time I was I we were able to but yeah so Jackson gets himself into hot water immediately he's oh, not having yeah. a good time they, they all have matching ugly Christmas sweaters she is way too into him like more into him than he is to her agreed her family is like ready to get them married it's it is awkward it's a little bit cringy and there was one key breaking point mm-hmm. and and we need to acknowledge just a classic female trap that occurred and I think Jackson should have known what was going to happen. So she, his girlfriend, gets him a present. Okay. It's khakis. It's like three different types of khakis. Yeah, for golfing, yeah. (laughs) And then she kind of holds her hands out. She closes her eyes. She's waiting for his present. He didn't get her anything because she told him, we're not doing presents. Yes, which, like, do you agree that she should be mad in this instance? Uh, I don't agree that she should be mad. I think... That that sentence by a woman is always a lie. No. You're always lying when no, you no, say no. that. No, no, If we agree that there's no presence, there is no presence. Like, there there will be no presence exchanged. You're, you're <laughs> Sarah, you're lying to my face right now. I'm not. You, you absolutely are. You're lying to everybody listening to this pod. I am 100% not. Like, we have done this in the past where we've agreed no presence. And you still got me something. No, and I, I still got you something because no. it's a trap, Sarah. When was it? It's it is a, not trap. a trap. No, it's definitely not. No, 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 Anytime no, no, no. a girl says 100%. we're not doing presence, no. you need to get something. Just anything. I do not agree with you at all anything. on this. It is if you guys agree not to get presents, you don't get the other person presents because you don't want the other person to feel like an asshole because you didn't get or because they didn't get you anything. Why would you get somebody something when you agreed that you wouldn't? You always get something every time. No, if you agree, maybe oh a little something, then you each exchange a little something. But if you agree no presents, you don't do presents. So this year we agreed no presents. Like, I actually genuinely have not bought you anything, and I am planning not to buy you anything. <laughs> like, literally. This is some amazing acting. I hope Your you know. Your acting has no, gotten better, Sarah. I hope you know right now, Every all of our listeners, Devin is not getting anything for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, from me. Don't get me anything. We want to go on a trip. She also said... Oh, my God. Uh, you wouldn't be here on a major holiday if you didn't like me. Because they got into it. Oh, you right. didn't get me anything. He's like, we agreed not to get anything. She's like, you care about me. You just can't admit it. You wouldn't be here on a major holiday if you didn't like me. I've, I do agree with that. I was going to say, I think that's true. Especially Christmas. Christmas is like a big holiday, like Hell family yeah. or family holiday where like most times you end up meeting extended family. Um, whereas like smaller holidays... Like, you're not going to meet anybody on Halloween because everybody's getting drunk and partying. Um, you're not going to meet anybody on Cinco de Mayo or St. Patty's Day. Like, you're not going to meet the extended like, family. Like, no family members. Right. Yeah. Like, Christmas, yeah, that one, you only go over if you if you at least like the, like, Christmas, like the guy or girl. Christmas, Thanksgiving, those are family holidays, you know? So, Jackson, broken up with his girl. Yeah. Well, like, good riddance. He uh, goes to return those khakis. Oh, my God, yeah. And here we have our meet cute. Yeah, like I, I have it as like the meet cute question mark because it is freaking hilarious. No, this great. scene. Okay, there are several scenes in this movie that were almost my best scene. This is one of them. This is where they meet and this like third party woman behind them kind of slips into conversation throughout their their chat in mm. line to get to the front of, of the line to exchange what they were both, both of their gifts that they received from their families. Yeah. She's kind of jumping into the conversation. You know, he's tr- 
trying to get money back for his khakis, and they're like, yeah, yeah you get in-store credit, and she's like, hey, I'll give you like 20 bucks on a coupon <laughs> to get a free burger over here. No, two-for-one pretzel. Yeah, two-for-one pretzels. Um, she also, I can't remember how it comes up in conversation, but she mentions a tattoo she recently got. And she like put, I think it's on like her rib cage or something. Oh yeah, like it's, yeah. It's a tattoo of Matt Lauer from The Morning Show. Yeah. But formerly of The Morning Show. Yes, right? yes, formerly of The Morning Show. Gotta be like top 10 worst tattoos. Obviously it's not real, this is a movie, but like, yeah. the, what, are your, what are the worst tattoos you've ever seen? Like on a, on a human being, like I know this person and this is the tattoo they have. People need to do their due diligence in like getting a tattoo to make sure everything's spelled right and like <laughs> right, you know yeah. um and that was something so uh, a girl i knew in university got a tattoo on her finger and it was completely spelled wrong i can't what, remember what was the word? i can't remember what the word was um but it was missing an entire letter um and the issue with having a, a tattoo on your finger is that one, it's it extremely rubs. painful. Yeah. And two, it rub like your fingers rub together, sure. so it fades really quickly. So she had to go get it um like touched up and they tried to add in the letter. So it one looked really bad, two looked really faded, and three, it still looked like it was spelled wrong because <laughs> they tried to like like kind of add, a add in a little in letter Ooh, in there. Yeah, that's it was so really awkward. bad. So yeah, I-, I played on this baseball team. Oh yeah. And there was a guy with a tattoo on his neck. Oh, my and God. And neck tattoos are already like, wow, you're, you're making a statement yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Everybody's going to notice that. It's a lot. It said, fuck off. Oh. And his thought process was, if somebody gets close enough to read my neck tattoo, they'll be too close, and they'll know to fuck off. What a time to have it in a pandemic, you know? <laughs> if you can read this, you're too close. Yeah, you know, hey, you know what? And he, he knew. Out. He knew. Yeah. Maybe not a bad tattoo after all. Oh, my God. That is a horrible tattoo. Like, let me just, like, that is some cover-up material right there. Like, you need to cover that shit up. All to say, they end up chatting. They, they I don't know, I think they successfully somehow negotiated a deal with the two-for-one lady, pretzel lady, and um, which is hilarious. And they end up getting their pretzels, and they end up chit-chatting and walking through the mall, and they decide to be each other's holidays. Sloane brings up this concept of a holiday and how they both, you know, don't have anybody for, you know, the the upcoming New Year's Eve, and they're like, why don't we just holiday it? And they agree. That's a great idea. So they're now each other's holidays for New Year's Eve. And the idea is you just need somebody who is a platonic friend to kind of hang out with on these holidays get my family off my back. It takes away the pressure of, ooh, I got to meet somebody. It's New Year's Eve. No, no, no. I'm just hanging out with Sloan. I need somebody to kiss at midnight. Yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Sloan. We're both single, but we're not like looking for anything. Yeah, exactly. Sloan goes to the New Year's Eve party with Jackson and they have literally the best time. Like they are so cute together. They're dancing, they're drinking, they're having fun. And they think that this holiday thing is the one-time thing. Like, they're going to be each other's dates for now and, like, you know, part ways and whatever. And Sloane tells Jackson that she had her heart broken by Luke. And they broke up wanting different things, but really he cheated on her with the local barista. And now they're dating. So uh, I believe her name is Felicity and Luke. They're dating. And Sloane's kind of down in the dumps about it. She's really sad about it. She has this, like, commitment thing where she just, like, doesn't want or can't move on. She says... She got the advice to always date down. This <laughs> is terrible. This is terrible advice. Oh, you think that's wait date down in terms of like um, just the person as a yes. whole? Okay, All right. yeah. 
that is terrible advice. Do you do you not agree? I understand the premise. I, I wouldn't subscribe to the premise, but I understand why people want to do it. You want to feel good about yourself. Yeah, but like... I'm the better one in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. I think that's terrible. The fact that you need to have somebody in your life that you feel is lesser than you, whether it's in looks, intelligence, like whatever, to make yourself feel better about you in the relationship or that they love you more than you love them. Like that's yeah. a terrible way to look at love yeah, and a relationship. Pretty toxic, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't do it, but I understand why people do. I was going to say, you were married to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Tread lightly. Yeah, watch those words. <laughs> At this New Year's Eve party, they both love to people watch, which like in like is one of my favorite things to do, and give stories to people that they don't know, that they just see. They like to give them stories. And so, classic move. Classic move. Love it. I love to do it in airports. Anyway, um... The there's this one couple who Sloan points out and says they are going to get engaged at midnight. And Jackson's like, really? And she's like, 100%. They're 100% going to get married. So Dude's wearing a tux. He's sweating bullets. Absolutely. Yeah, you can point that out. So Sloan walks into the bathroom a little while later. And the girl that she saw with the guy sweating buckets, um, she spilled red wine all over her dress. And it's white. And she's freaking out. She's like, oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? I think he's going to propose. I've always wanted to be proposed on New Year's. Sloane walks in and she switches dresses with the girl in the bathroom. And the dress that Sloane's wearing is like dynamite. She looks great in it. Um, the whole bathroom girls becoming best friends thing is legit. Right. It is a legit thing. Like when you're out at the bar or like out at a pub or whatever and you walk in and there's like other girls there, the compliments that are given in the <laughs> women's bathroom are that is like the world's biggest booster. Is it like that in the guys bathroom? No. Not at all? Like, do Absolutely you guys just not. go in, do your business, like, do your thing, and then, like, leave? It's urinals, right? Right. So you're, shall I say, in an exposed yes. situation, yeah. you know? You're you're probably feeling a little bit vulnerable. Like, guys have a quick chat. Like, hey, how's it going, man? Good, good. Yeah. You, you, good. Awesome. Oh, no. Like, we're passing toilet paper under the stalls, making sure everybody's re uh, good to go. Oh, you're looking at, oh, your makeup. Oh, my God, it looks so good. Oh, my God, your dress. I love it. Where did you get it? Like, you are becoming best friends with these people in the bathroom like there should be something where like we we try to solve all of the world's problems just in women's bathrooms <laughs> like all right ladies get in there solve world <laughs> hunger don't come out until you're done 10 minutes later all right we got a plan oh great like Yay. you make it sound like this utopia it's, it is it's a perfect universe no, it is. and like i mean correct me if i'm wrong people but um in my experience the majority of the time like it is like best friend land world unity like you are making best friends in that bathroom world peace achieved world peace achieved. in women's washrooms absolutely around the globe who knew <laughs> that's all we we need to harness the power of women's washrooms yes let's just put a question on the wall of every women's washroom they walk in <laughs> solve the question come on out <laughs> it is legit true like i i am not lying here like, and like, I mean, as I'm talking about it, like I'm flabbergasted too. Cause like, how does it even happen? Like it just, it just happens. Like it's magic. It's magical. It's magic. Seriously. They should have a whiteboard. Post your question. Oh my God. <laughs> and they'll solve it for you. So she gets back out there in her new white, um, splattered dress and they do the da dirty dancing move. Oh, classic. Total classic. But her boobs fall out. But her boobs fall out, which is hilarious. So they part their ways. They don't. They don't kiss at midnight. You know, the, the party ends.
friends and then Valentine's Day rolls around and they decide like they're not going to be holidays for Valentine's Day because Sloan doesn't really need that. You know, she needed that for um, New Year's, maybe just some big holidays, but that's it. So she goes to the candy store, which is like her one of her vices that she has other than cigarettes to buy literally the entire store. And she sees she runs into Luke and Felicity. Dun, dun, dun. We were lovers for a few months. Oh, lucky you. Oh. Isn't he amazing in bed? He's like the Terminator, only I'm the one who never stops coming. <laughs> hey, love muffin. I thought you were going to make me in book sign and try out those massages. All up in each other, loving each other, doing their thing. Luckily, Jackson just happens to be in the mall. This man lives in the mall, honestly. Well, luckily because Sloan is kind of spiraling after oh, meeting them. She's not over him. She's and in her pajamas. It's making things a lot worse seeing them together. And, and you can just see on her face that she is distraught. So Jackson actually saves her and comes up to her and pretends to be her boyfriend. And Luke goes oh, like, who's this? And she goes, oh, like, this is Jackson, like, blah, blah, blah. And, and I mean, it makes it makes Sloan look good. Who's more attractive, Luke or Jackson? Oh, Jackson, hands really? down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You would disagree? You think Luke? Yeah, I think Luke. Why? I think he... He's such a douche. Yeah, but we see him shirtless With later on. With his glasses. Yeah, yeah, but, like, he's... Maybe I don't know. Next? There's just something about him. There's an air about him that... Yeah, there's an air about him of an asshole. <laughs> That's what the air is. But Jackson does save Sloan. They decide to be holidays for Valentine's Day with no benefits, though. There's no benefits. They're going to be each other's holidays for, you know, every holiday, minor, big, whatever. The only benefit being that they can be each other's dates to holiday events and no sex. Yeah. A few that roll by St. Patty's Day, they run into her entire family who's hanging out without her. This is this is what I always found really weird. I mean, I know they needed to bring in the characters that they had in the movie more into the movie, um, which is was her entire family. Yeah. But like they were everywhere together. I don't know a ton of families that like do every holiday, including St. Patrick's Day, together. Well, the St. Patty's Day one is weird because that's not a family holiday. Also, no. <laughs> this is where I think we can talk about the, they haven't perfected the holiday theory okay. yet. Because I think there are some holidays you don't want to holiday on. Oh, yeah. Because like we talked about it, family holidays, absolutely. Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. put Easter. me in the game, coach. Mm -hmm. Easter. Um, and then I would say like hardcore relationship ones, like Valentine's yeah. Day, you want to holiday for that. Agreed. But... Holidays where casual sex is definitely up for grabs. You absolutely don't want a holiday on those days. Yeah, like Halloween, St. Patrick's Day. Two, two great ones. Even Cinco de Mayo, sure. Yeah. Patty's Day, absolutely. Yeah, that's like some green beer kegger during the day type type stuff. It is. Not to sound like a, a typical asshole male, it's easy to pick up okay. on Patty's Day. If, whoa, if whoa. you want to have fun, Patty's Day, done. Oh Here we go. God. And actually, I think he even mentions that he picked up some girl's number. Yes, he number. did. He picked up the, uh, one of the waitresses. Yeah, later on, yeah. he's like, when's the last time you had sex? Like a year? And she's like, when's the last time you had sex? And he's like, I don't know, like a week ago? Yeah. Our waitress on St. Patty's <laughs> Day. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like he's making moves. And I mean, it's not a, it's a holiday with no benefits, right? So for him, yeah, he still wants to get. Yeah, you can pick up. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I, I think we can perfect this a little bit better. On when to holiday. And so then, okay, I'm going to jump to Easter, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
one of the best scenes, and again, this isn't my best scene, but it is one of the best scenes in this movie, is when they're playing that song while the kids are on an Easter egg hunt. Get oh, yes, Ludacris. <laughs> yeah, so okay. good. Like, I was dying. I actually rewound it and rewatched it because I was like, this is like the best thing happening in my life right now. An absolute legion of children oh running God, down yeah. a hill yeah looking for easter eggs chocolate yeah give, me, give it to me all that song playing that was perfect like that was like the essence of the movie like such a such a um an innocent thing happening the kids are on an easter egg hunt and then like the raunchy side of it like yeah. that song being played was 100%. perfect it was just a perfect balance of this movie well we're at easter brunch i believe and we are at sloan's mom mother's house she brings Jackson to Easter because that is another family holiday that I think I would like to have a holiday for, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's one one where I'm sure she'd be harped on for not having somebody, and which she in fact is by her mother again. And her aunt Susan's there, and she shows up in a bunny suit, and I'm dead. Like honestly, like she kills me. <laughs> aunt Susan, uh, played by Kristen Chenoweth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's not just like a. Uh, bunny it's like a, a slutty bunny. oh it is a slutty bunny yeah, like it's not a normal bunny because Farouk correct. shows up as a bunny <laughs> but he's like it's for the kids you know it's wholesome and yeah. I, I think about Halloween you yeah. know th- there's the mean girls quote like Halloween's just an excuse for girls to dress up slutty and no other girls can talk shit about it right yes. what are the other moments or times where you can dress slutty just for the sake of it St. Patty's Day Oh yeah, St. Patty's Day is good. Yes, like kiss me, I'm Irish, or yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. You can have those. Um, I mean, because she's going all out. Like Easter, I'm not picturing um, provocative outfits, but hey, Aunt Susan made it happen. Well, and Mean Girls does a really good job at showcasing the um, Santa costumes. Oh my God, yes, Christmas tree. Yeah, yes. like you could do. You could be a slutty. Santa's helper. Like we're I really don't know. sexualizing I don't know Santa helpers. We are. We are. Um, we really are. Um, I don't know if I love that. I don't it feels know. Feels weird. Oh yeah, no, it definitely does. I mean, I'm like cringing through this. No, <laughs> but it's true. Like, <laughs> but I, I, Mean Girls did it like tongue in cheek. Like, I think people in the crowd were like, "Ooh, whoa," yeah. you know, like they were drawing attention to the fact. That and then there's Amy Poehler being like, "I'm a cool mom." Oh my! Oh man, Amy Poehler. God. I think it's few and far between, and I think Halloween is the biggest one. And and it is true that that sentence, that quote from Mean Girls, it it is. I mean, now I'm all about being like Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head or like, um, <laughs> yeah, nothing sexy no. about that. It's the opposite, actually. You yes. become what less was I, What were we this sure. year? Oh, you were. Um... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is really. <laughs> this is the ultimate non-sexy costume. Yeah. And please, if you're if you're listening, feel free to Google this person. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, including like giving herself a little bit of a tummy, uh, she yeah. went as Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians. <laughs> she had the glasses. She had the fake goatee. I had like the the ball cap. I had the the jersey. I ha- like the, the headset. She had a headset. headset. She had a playbook. The, I was the I was the head coach. Yeah. Yeah, I was a referee. With like, you can be a sexy referee, but you can't be a sexy Bruce Arians. No, you, I'm sorry, Bruce can't. Arians. Well, I mean, I was. No, you weren't. <laughs> you were absolutely not. If you want to see a picture of it, let us know. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll toss it somewhere. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll on, show on it. On our Instagram. Definitely. So, and they, they kind of sneak Cinco de Mayo in here. They don't really like broadcast it too wide, but this is the night that they have sex. Yeah, well, do they? They end up having too many shots. Well, do they? You don't really know. So they wake up. I think they did. Jackson is on his couch. 
uh, Sloane is sleeping on the ground. Yeah, wearing his boxers. So the, they start playing out the, hey, do you think we had sex? And Jackson is, I think, not clothed. He has a uh, a, uh, a blanket over him. Yeah. And Sloane's like, no, we absolutely di- di- didn't have sex. And then she stands up. She's wearing his, like... Um, <laughs> his boxers. His tight, tight yes. boxers. We're gathering that maybe they did. Yeah. But then it's funny because he's like, isn't there a way for you to know? I died. I was like, um, like, no, like we don't have a button where you press did it. Okay. So July 4th rolls around Independence Day. This again, one of the best scenes, but not my best scene. Okay. Boys and explosives. He blows fireworks. Okay. Jackson blows off his middle finger. Yeah. He, well, I mean, they, they do tee it up that the girls are all up at like the, the cottage or whatever. Drinking. Having some drinks, smoking Girl a little bit. time. <clears throat> yeah, smoking um, weed, which. <laughs> and the guys are like throwing firecrackers. And of course, eventually Jackson has an accident. Could that actually happen with like firecrackers? Uh, I don't know if you could blow a finger right off, but I think, oh man, good question. Maybe. Have like you, if he was gripping it. Have you ever? Have you ever played with? Of course, um, we've we've talked about this. We've like th- there's oh, the scene yes, where there's put in the butt, right? Yeah, that's a different story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you're gonna ask, do guys enjoy playing with fireworks? Yes, we do. That's the difference we, between guys and girls. I I've grown out of it, but <laughs> yes, I have done like so when they're in the there's somebody in the canoe and they're firing Roman candles at them. Yes, I actually got into my local newspaper. Um, oh for we weren't yes. shooting the Roman candles at cars. Right. We were shooting mm-hmm. them at each other, mm-hmm. and there happened to be a few cars that right. maybe almost got hit. So the oh. police were called. We ran away, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that scene totally accurate. Guys do that. Yeah, there was a. Um, so it was my birthday, and somebody convinced me we because we were like putting the firecrackers in the ground and then shooting them up in the air. Somebody's like, "Hey, I bet you wouldn't uh, like grip the firecracker between your butt cheeks." And let it go off like that. <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, I'll do that. Oh, my God. Sure enough. So clench my butt cheeks. I was holding it there. They Don't bet him anything. They lit it. And uh, yeah, it, it ended up like burning my one ass cheek. But then here's the problem, Sarah, with what? this scenario, is that you can't move. Because I was like, oh, my God, it's burning my butt. Um, oh, God, but I, I am no, the anchor. No, no. I am the anchor for this firecracker. So if I move, I could shoot it at somebody. So I had to take one for the team and just sit there as it was burning my ass until it went off into the air. Would you do it again? No. That's a a good... No, no, no. The only reason you do that is to tell the story about how you did it. I just told that story. Hey, it happened. Right. And and you're very, very happy about it. Well, I'm, I'm happy. not happy about it, but well, I mean, like you're you're happy that you have the story. I have the story. Yeah. yeah. So Jackson blows his finger off. Um, do we have a first aid kit by chance? Maybe band aids. Why? Jackson, uh, he uh, he just blew off his finger a little bit. My God! Okay, gang, uh, a little hustle, please. We gotta find that finger. Got it! Got it! Yeah! yeah. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Booyah! Good eye. There's a lot of people there that could drive, but for some reason, Sloan is the one who, one, can't drive, and two, is chosen to drive to the yeah. hospital. So she hits a few things on the way out, which was very comical, and they get to the hospital, and the amount of finger jokes that they make <laughs> during this hospital visit, it was so funny. And guess who is the doctor on call? Farouk. Farouk, yes. He's there. He is the, being the doctor for Jackson, and there's a moment where Farouk and Sloane 
kind of get a little bit close and Jackson does not like it. He gets a little jealous. He is very high, but he gets very jelly. And this is kind of where you start to see the feelings come out. They go back to the apartment. Sloan is helping him, you know, settle in, make sure he has everything before um, she leaves. And they have they have a moment. So just to be clear, Farouk reattached the finger. So the finger's oh, yes. now back on. Yes. But yeah, they, they do have a moment. Jackson's kind of like, yeah, you can leave if you want. They, they constantly do this. Like dance. It's like high school bullshit. Like, oh, I'll leave if you want me to leave. Well, if you want to leave, you can leave. Well, I guess if you I don't need I'll me leave. here, I'll leave. Well, I don't necessarily need you here, so I guess you could leave. <laughs> like it's God. It's just like just tell each other that you like Communicate, guys. Communicate. Tell each other that you like each other. Um, but and yeah, so they have a moment, nothing comes of it. She leaves. He like longingly looks after her as she exits the door and uh yeah. Sloane seems to think that if Jackson continues to go as her date to her younger brother's wedding, that he likes her. But if he bails on Sloane, then she knows that he doesn't like her. Jackson ends up calling her saying, yeah, um, like I was invited to York and Liz's wedding, but I don't know if we should go together. Maybe we should bring other people. And Sloane right there knows that, yeah, you know what? Jackson doesn't like her, which sucks because they he does like her. It's just such a weird, like, again, like, running around saying the exact same things to each other, but not actually, like, coming out just saying that they like each other. So Sloane brings Farouk to the wedding. And Jackson, this is a weird one, brings Aunt Susan. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, that came out of left field. Like, why? I guess they couldn't add another character to the, to the story. <laughs> we couldn't We couldn't have another person. No, no, yeah. no, no. Budget, no. Not this late in the game. <laughs> um. When Aunt Susan puts his sewn-on finger in her mouth, I gagged. Yeah. I could not. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. And, of course, like, she's seen if Jackson can actually feel anything. But, of course, to Sloane, it looks like she's being the horny aunt that she is. Well, I think... Well, I it's think it's both. both. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I give I give Aunt Susan too much credit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they're both kind of jealous of each other and each other's dates, and it's quite apparent, but not to them. And then the father daughter dance happens. What, what was the song? Do you remember? I'll make love to you. Ooh. So, uh, it, man, it's honestly it's so tough picking songs. For weddings it of is. that nature, like with my mom, I'm like, man, what, like, what do we even do here? I had to Google, like, what are safe songs to do as like a mother son dance? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one clearly, mm-hmm. that's a bad song. And both Sloan and Jackson. Oh no, that is the worst possible song. Yeah. I'll make love to you like you want me to. And they're like for a slow father dancing. daughter dance. Oh, and he's loving it. Like I don't know if he knows what song is playing right now. And Liz, come on, girl. You know better. Like, you know, you should hear the lyrics of what's happening right now at your wedding. I, it was weird. But you know what? It happens all the time, especially with, like, um, with like the bride and groom first dance songs. Mm-hmm. There are lots of stories of people just picking, like, really, like, intense heart, like heartbreak songs. And what? they don't realize that it's about, like, cheating and all the, oh, yeah. Do, do people not do their due diligence and understand what songs they're picking? No, no they don't. That's awful. <laughs> that is terrible. And so, like, it kind of ends there, really. So the Halloween party's next. And this family really does everything together as as a family. Um, so Liz and Abby. So Liz is York's um, now wife. And Abby is uh, Sloane's older sister. 
and they're all at a Halloween party together. And Sloane sees Luke and his girlfriend and Felicity and she's pregnant and Sloane has an absolute meltdown. She also does the math. Nine months ago was... V-Day, Valentine's Day. So they uh, conceived on that day that we saw them uh, yes. the first time. Yeah. The, the, the two times. Mm-hmm. Once Valentine's Day, now Halloween. Boom. Um, and her sister gave her something while they were going into the into the party. And I think it was supposed to be like an Advil or something like that. But it turns out that it was a laxative. And so after she starts having this meltdown, when she finds out that Luke and his girlfriend are pregnant, she wants to go home. And of course, Jackson being the wonderful man that he is, he takes her home. And in the elevator up to her apartment, she starts feeling the uh, side effects of the laxatives. And Not really side effects. The, the uh, well, effects yes, of the laxatives. <laughs> The effects, yeah, not side effects, the effects of the laxatives in the elevator, and she is dying. And of course, her costume is so tight on her that Jackson's having a hard time undoing it, and she's stuck in her costume. She's racing to the bathroom, saying she doesn't want to be the girl who shits in her pants. And so she she does she does make it to the bathroom, luckily, just in the nick of time. And he is such a wonderful man because he washes her off in the tub. Yeah. Like it was like weirdly romantic, but I'm like, you're washing shit off of her. I was gonna say, like, I was confused that they never showed the water. <laughs> so I'm like, what? How in depth is this? like? Did how she shower up, first? How and far now up her he's... back is the shit? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously though, because we only see him like washing off her back. It's like a baby when they have a poop poop explosion. Yeah, yeah, which is very cute. But at the same time, it's you not start cute. doing the math. Oh, I think it's adorable. A poop explosion with a baby. No, no, this. Oh, it's <laughs> like a poop explosion with a baby is not cute. I have seen it. No, it gets in all the crevices. No, Those thank are not you. Romant- Th- this was weirdly romantic, but yes, at the same time, I'm doing the math. I'm like, why is he? Rinsing her back. Right after <laughs> her own poop explosion. What, what happened? Yes. Here? Okay. No, this he is he is a wonderful man for doing that. Like yeah. that is intimate. If they you know, at this point, I was like, if they do not get together, there are major issues with these two. Well, and here's another weird thing is that is this the night they have sex? This is the night okay. that they have sex. Jackson right. Jackson spends the night and you know what though, they just fall asleep. Right. They don't have they don't, they don't have do sex that, that night. night. They no. do it the next morning. And They almost kiss the next morning, but she says she hates in movies when they kiss in the morning because she thinks it's gross. But then they end up kissing anyway. And then, yes, the steamy sex scene. This was a hot sex scene. Like, damn, I was not expecting it. Well, it was really, um, it was intimate. It was romantic. Oh, baby. Devin liked it. Yeah, but it was also a little weird. Like, we just went over the poop explosion. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Five minutes ago. It leads into this. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, this is where we went from from poop to sex right away. Yes. Cool. This movie did a good job at actually building out the love story. And it was like an emotional, it's all been emotional the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. They've emotionally been dating. They just didn't really understand that that's what they were doing. Oh, absolutely. They have no idea. Here's the difference between what they're doing and what Aunt Susan does. Aunt Susan, when she holidays, she brings a different man to every holiday. Right. So it's like a a one and done. Like yeah. it is like I bring you here for Christmas and we're done. I don't bring us I don't bring you to a second holiday. Whereas the the difference is they they are bringing each other to every single holiday he's getting to know her entire family in depth. Like mm-hmm. they are friends. Like she can leave him and he will have a conversation well, he was with invited his family. To the wedding. Yeah. 
it's it's a lot more intimate than what Aunt Susan does. And I think they never fully really come out and say it. You just kind of gather it throughout the movie. But that is a big difference between what Sloane and Aunt Susan do. So Sloane's kind of an asshole the next morning. I think she's afraid of commitment and she's afraid of what's happening. You know, she kind of just tells him to leave like, oh, you know, yeah, we did it. The holiday's over so you can you can move on now. Like, I'll see you next holiday. But again, they do the whole... They do, okay, they, like you can leave if you want. Oh, do you want me to leave? Yeah. Well, I don't. If you want to leave, you can leave, guys. Yeah. Talk about your feelings <laughs> a little bit. So Jackson does leave, and he's chatting with his best friend, saying it hurt that she asked me to leave with no coffee or breakfast or snuggles. And I found this so funny because it's usually the opposite when guys think that that's all women want. When it's him in this in this instance saying well like i'm hurt like i didn't get i didn't get coffee i didn't not. get morning snuggles yeah they portray it in media that that women i was going to say that right i was like, going to say yes yeah <laughs> i appreciate listen jackson on behalf of all men yeah we we like cuddles sometimes <laughs> this is an important part of the process <laughs> need a little bit of emotional connection here i need i need some yeah i love it so a few months go by it's uh, thanksgiving and um, of course, Sloane is there, and they've left off like they've they've left off on a really weird foot with Jackson, right? So Sloane and Sloane doesn't really know if Jackson's coming to Thanksgiving. She just kind of assumes that that he is, and she gets there, and of course, Jackson's not there yet. And the mother's harping on her as per usual. The mother destroys the Thanksgiving dinner, and yeah. so Sloane's like, "Okay, well, I'll go to the store. I'll go pick up." Which again, I don't know why she's the one driving. It's a little plot hole, isn't it? Anyway, right. And so Jackson shows up at that point and um, he says, you know what? I'll drive. I'll go with you because he fully knows that she can't drive. <laughs> so they get to the supermarket and they're walking up and down the aisles, picking out stuff that they need and they get into it. He confesses that he likes her, but she still pushes him away. And this is my best scene because like his expression of the emotions and just like this entire scene because like it was back and forth and the comedy that still they were able to put into this scene killed me. Like at the very end when she starts talking about Ryan Gosling and how he doesn't do his own groceries because he's too cool for that. It just rounded the entire scene out so well. Like it started so emotional and then it ended just so funny. I just loved it so much. Do you think that Jackson is better looking than Ryan Gosling? He might be for me. You think he is? I mean, don't get me wrong. Ryan Gosling will forever be on my Mount Rushmore. What? But I do like a good accent. Is it only the... Okay. He, no, he's, he is attractive. Here's my thing about Jackson. During this movie, I actually had to Google how old Luke... What's his name? Luke Bracey? Yeah. I had to Google how old he is. Kay. Because there are times where he looks like he's in his like mid-40s. This is crazy. I also agree. And I also had to Google how old he was, and he is not in his 40s. No, he's, he is. He's 32. Yeah, but yes. he looks like he's in his 40s occasionally. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, he's 32. I still think he's really attractive, though, especially with that Aussie accent. He looks the same age as Ryan Gosling. <laughs> They're just like probably like 15 years Ryan different. Ryan Gosling doesn't age. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, like I think he's attractive, but like... <laughs> Doesn't look. I'm. I'm so sorry, Luke Bracey. Yeah, for like a 50 year old, very attractive. No, no, for a 32 year old <laughs> as well. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh man. So Sloan gets back from the supermarket, and all hell breaks loose. They tell Sloan that um, she's usually the reason things don't work out with guys because Jackson at that point just leaves. She gets all worked up and tells her sister out loud that 
her life is a mess and she spills the beans that her sister made out with the Black Panther at the Halloween at the Halloween party, which we omitted earlier. Yeah, that's Jackson's friend. He came to the Halloween party. Yeah. They made yeah. out. It was kind of just like, yeah, um, which is not cool, man. Like you're all worked up about like clearly your life is a mess because you had to bring somebody else down. And so Aunt Susan's date for Thanksgiving is a man named Wally. And she's not really into him. But again, just a holiday, just like somebody to have there. And Well, he's having a connection with the mom. He actually. is having a connection with the mom. You are so, so right. But he ends up having a heart, heart attack, attack or a stroke. A heart attack. Yeah. And. Um, Aunt Susan kind of just like hands off like I don't want to go I don't want to deal with this which is super cold of her like I loved Aunt Susan up until this one point where I'm like okay you got to buck up like come on girl this is your date yeah this is your date you got to take responsibility and like not even responsibility just like have some compassion yeah Um, and so her and Sloan which I don't know why again these two go to the hospital and again Farouk is there on call the poor man he just works the whole time and uh, Aunt, Aunt Susan and Farouk confess their love for each other. Yeah. So cute. They had a little thing. But we also get to, you know, Susan kind of having a, an intimate moment with Sloane, talking about all the, all the things she's done wrong in her life. And Sloane, realizing the error of her ways, wow, you know what? I had a great thing with Jackson. I loved him. The understanding is starting to dawn on her. Yeah, and I think she also sees the correlation between Aunt Susan and her. Yeah, and that very you know similar. she loves her Aunt Susan, but she if she continues you know just pushing love away, she will end up like Aunt Susan. Well, and then they go to the mall. Yes, they go to the mall and again. Who's always with her at the mall? Family and who's at the mall? Jackson. Jackson. He's, he's literally lives there. And side note, we never said this, but he is a professional golfer. I've got what should have been about that. Yeah. So Sloan and him exchange glances on the escalator and Sloan kind of just ignores him. And Jackson's like, like, what the hell, man? Like this, you know, I spend basically a year dating this woman and I confess my love to her and she just like blows me off. And so then Abby, one of Abby's daughters actually tells Aunt Aunt Sloan, her Aunt Sloan, like, what the heck are you doing? Like, this is this is the time you need to run back there and, and do something. And so Sloan's like, I don't know why this kid decided to make Sloan give her enough confidence to do this. But she's like, yes, oh my God. And so she runs to make a big gesture, an impassioned speech. This is my best scene, actually. Okay, you take it away. She's looking for Jackson, though. She's in the crowd at the mall. She lost him. It's around the holidays once again. It so is, yes, Christmas. She's yelling, Jackson, Jackson. And then eventually, so there's a, a choir on stage singing. And Slo- Sloan takes the opportunity to between, between two of their songs to jump on the stage and yell, Jackson. And then the choir leader is kind of, this is funny, I've never, I've never seen that happen in a movie. I loved it. It's such a cliche thing. Let's be real. It's a rom-com. Of course, one of the love interests ends up chasing after the other, Always. yelling their name. But they throw in the choir listening to her and they're like, Jackson! <laughs> and then he hears it and he turns around and he sees her. <laughs> and I didn't think this was going to be a weep warning when the speech started. <gasps> wow. When the speech because she starts off with like an f bomb, yeah, totally. And you're like, okay, so this is just a this is just a funny speech to end the movie. Great, whatever. And then she does get a little, she gets emotional, but she gets vulnerable, and I think that's really important. She talks about what I want to say is, is uh, you were right. I do have feelings for you. Letting you go has been one of the biggest mistakes of my life. I miss you so much. I thought. I wanted a holiday, but the truth is, I just want you for all holidays and weekends. Weekdays too would be nice. 
she's just really real with Jackson about how how she hasn't been great and kind of it absolutely was a weep warning. It was a really sweet way to end the movie. I loved it. Me too. I I thought it was really um really cute. Again, a really good balance of like comedy in her speech, but also um very passionate and loving in getting Jackson back. And I love when he like pretends to walk away and goes, yeah, nah. And then he like turns around and he's like, just kidding. Yeah. I loved that. That was good. Oh, really? I didn't actually. No, I'm you like, didn't. Ah. It, was, it was funny and then it was really sweet and emotional. We should have just left it at that. We didn't need to make it funny again, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously they kiss slow-mo, run to each other, and then they Classic. kiss. Classic. Totally. Then we roll the credits. But we yeah. also we also see right before we finish. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. My Sarah's favorite, favorite thing. Everything needs closure 100%. with Sarah. Yeah. So we see each relationship. We see uh, Farouk and Aunt Susan. We see Jackson's friend and the original girlfriend yeah. in the family. He's now dating that chick. <laughs> we see Jackson and Sloan. We see everybody ends we up We see happy. Wally and Elaine. That's right. Yeah. Quick facts. In the early days of this movie's release on Netflix, the Halloween party sequence featuring a character dressed up as a big black cat and calling himself the Black Panther had several speaking lines referring to Chadwick Boseman. Sadly, Boseman passed away in 2020, just prior to this movie's release in October 2020. Following his death, the lines referring to Boseman seem to have been edited out and or recorded over, though in a few instances, the original lines still appear in a closed captioning during the scene. The movie takes place in Chicago, but it was filmed in Atlanta. Emma Roberts' aunt is Julia Roberts. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't put two and two together. She also had her first acting role when she was 10 years old alongside Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz in the movie Blow. Sloan says Ryan Gosling would never shop for his own groceries and that he's too cool for that. Then someone who looks sort of like Ryan Gosling appears to be standing directly behind her. I was really hoping it was actually going to oh be Ryan God, Gosling. Oh my God, me too. But then I was like, oh, I don't know if they'd do, be able to get that. It like, would be cool if they could. It would be. It would have like been the icing on the cake for this movie. Absolutely. The Lester ventriloquist doll that Sloan refers to, briefly seen in the ceiling fan at her apartment, was based on Willie Tyler's main ventriloquist dummy, Lester. Although the toy version of Lester can still be purchased, it was very popular in the 1970s and 1980s as sold through retailers like Sears. Jessica Capshaw, just like her character Abby, has four children in real life. Screenwriter Tiffany Paulson also wrote Nancy Drew, which also starred Emma Roberts. I loved that movie when it came out. <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth and Nicola Peltz, who plays Luke's girlfriend, the barista, both played in Deck the Halls. Cool. The movie. This is Kristen Chenoweth's sixth Christmas movie. She's been in 12 Men of Christmas, A Christmas Love Story. That was a hallmark. Deck the Halls, Four Christmases, Holidate, and of course, um, animated movies, The Star and The Peanuts movie. What is with her and holiday movies? This is a very weird niche that Kristen Chenoweth has. <laughs> I know the Hallmark one, because I've actually seen it, is um, a singing one, so she was able to sing during the movie. She's a really, really good voice. She was in Glee. Yeah. Isn't yeah. she like have like a country music she, album or something? Well, and she's also huge on Broadway. Right. Okay. Yeah. Luke Bracey and Emma Roberts both made films with Dwayne Johnson. Emma Roberts in Empire State and Bracey in G.I. Joe 2. When Sloan tries to get Jackson's attention at the mall near the end of the movie, the assistance from the crowd and choir to say Jackson's name is a callback to Crocodile Dundee reference made by Sloan when she first met Jackson. In the ending of the film, Crocodile Dundee, that same tactic is used to get Crocodile's attention in the subway station. That's really funny. I did not make that connection. 
The morning after they sleep together, Emma Roberts' character places the sheet over her face to guard him from the dreaded morning breath. She states that she hates when people kiss in the mornings in the movies because she thinks it's gross. Julia Roberts does the same thing in the movie America's Sweethearts. Kristen Chenoweth, who played Easter in American Gods, finds her mate in an Easter bunny costume. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. I made that I made that connection right away. I did not. And I watched American yeah. Gods. And <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is Kristen Chenoweth because if she's not your honorable mention in this movie, then what are you doing with your life? Yeah, she was the easy choice. I really liked oh, she's her. She's so good in it. I do just want to shout out Emma Roberts. I think she's so funny. Underrated. Uh, underrated. I want to see her in more stuff. Me too. Uh, like We're the Millers. She's great. Oh, she was so funny in Where the so Millers. So funny in Where the Millers. Yeah. So good in this. Think she needs more starring roles. I want to see more of it. I don't have what should have been because I was very happy with the way this en movie ended. I have no what should have been. <sighs> Maybe I'm just being a guy. <laughs> but Jackson, as a professional golfer, he's a golf pro, his finger gets blown off oh, in a firework accident. He doesn't seem too concerned about that it. That could potentially be the end of his career. In I, fact, like you were talking about the moment with Susan, like he's talking about how he can't feel his finger right. anymore. I totally w forgot. One, how many months of rehab is that? Yeah. Will he be able, ever be able to golf ever again? Because golf, like honestly, it's like 50% grip. Wow. Like gripping the club. You're so right. I saw that right away. I'm like, well, so his career's over. And they just never mention it. No, they never even like, yeah, bring it up. Also, they never show him golfing. No. <laughs> the entire movie. He it never just, once swings a club. Yeah, it just dawned on me. Like, they never show him actually on a golf course golfing. Well, he's with other people at a driving yes. range and they're hitting golf yeah, balls. Yeah. But he never actually, oh, I think he's at a... No, there is a moment where he's like at an indoor uh, mm -hmm. place and I think he's swinging a club, but I don't remember actually seeing him hit it. Maybe no, he's but chipping. like, I mean, he's never been on a golf course, like yeah. golfing. He's in the mall more than he's on golf courses. A hundred percent he is. Yeah. <laughs> and overall rewatchability. So my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry, 4.5. Storyline, 4. Thirst Factor, 5. Imagination, 4. Soundtrack, 4. Cheese, 4. For an overall score of 4.25 out of 5. Very high. I have Chemistry, 4. Okay. Storyline, 4.2. Mm -hmm. Thirst Factor, 4. Imagination, 3.9. Soundtrack, 4. Cheese, 3.5. Okay. For an overall score, 3.9. Oh. What did you have? 4.25. Oh my God, that's high. I know it is. That's very high, I Sarah. really liked this movie. This has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Holidays. If you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, chat with us on Instagram or on TikTok. Thanks for listening.